0: To the Pod Punk podcast, and my guests this time are Tim and a cameo by Seth from the inspirational, talented, and phenomenal The Seafloor Cinema. Uh, me and the guys chat everything from their new album, In Cinema Scope with Stereophonic Sound, which is available this Friday, the 12th of November, so make sure you have that. Um, having a set on the album for nearly two years and how that went down, the band's inspirations, ambitions, and hopes for the album. And loads more. Um, it was a genuinely fun and interesting chat uh, with both Tim and Seth. And the Seafloor Cinema have really become a fixture of my musical collection now. And they should for you too, man. Um, you can listen to the Seafloor Cinema online um, at the theseafloorcinema.bandcamp.com where you can pre-order their brand new album, listen to their other albums and EPs, uh, and you can also do it on the usual streaming apps, Spotify, etc. Um, and you can also keep up the date with the band by following them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Seafloor Cinema, um, where you can get the latest updates and tours and all that good stuff. So yeah, uh, before we get to the chat with Tim and a little bit with Seth, <laughs> uh, this is the amazing Tap Taply of the Cinemascope uh, and Stereophonic Sound album. So enjoy the song, and we'll catch you after. voice just scared me (laughs) i'm sorry i should have (laughs) warned i was like oh my god (laughs) oh man that was crazy sorry you were saying about like moving around and that
1: oh yeah yeah yeah. it was just uh i know what like being in between houses is like and stuff i mean granted house is nice for us it was like really jank apartments that cost way too much (laughs) so i i feel you (laughs) is that the
0: california tax
1: yeah, man, it's like three thousand dollars to live in like a one bedroom in L.A. Yeah, yeah. So you have to live with like five other guys, and I'm not exaggerating. Like I lived with four other people.
0: It was it was gnarly, oh. very gnarly. I I did that many many years ago. Me and about five friends, um, we moved into a house uh, in where where Ooh. I'm I live in uh, Manchester. And um, oh, okay. We lived near like a posh bit of Manchester, which is called. Mm. Um, and the only way we could afford this place was, like I said bunch of us pile in and stuff. And I think mm-hmm. of all those friends, I think I talked to one of them now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, dude, that's how it goes though, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, like legit. One of them was my brother, so obviously I still talk to him and love him. But the other ones, <laughs> I'm like, you know, haven't talked to him in a while and I'm kind of okay with it.
0: <laughs> oh my God. It was no, just one of those no things shame. like, every, every single person's like worst qualities just all came out living in this house. Yeah. And you've been buds for years, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. then, like suddenly... You you oh,
1: isn't that weird? Yeah. It's like your best friends, and then you end up like low key hating them. <laughs> like
0: what? yeah, because like we go to the bars all the time together. We go clubbing, we go pubs. We do like we we hung out like so much. So you yeah. think oh let's just take this you know to a living situation, and mm-hmm. suddenly it's just like I mean I, don't get me wrong, I wasn't I was far from a perfect roommate at this point. Like I was <laughs> for horrible, sure for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah, I'm not I'm not putting it all on them. You know <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it just kind name? of ends up being that way, <laughs> man. So where about, whereabouts in California are you? Sacramento in it?
1: Sacramento, yeah. Um, I'm weird because I like live right on the border of Sacramento and this little town called Oak Grove. Uh-huh. But everything I do is in Sacramento. Okay. And it's just like my house. Like if this is the border, my house is like right here. And then this is South Sacramento. So I'm, I've am i lived in Sacramento all my life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, we're – we're in this great, great city. <laughs> it's great sometimes. No. <laughs> it's awesome. We love it here.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's... Man. So what, what is it you... Um, sorry, I, this is one thing that I'm a bit bad at because I've been trying to do... So so I found out about you guys because of um, the guys at uh, Good As Gold. Um, oh, okay. And then I've been trying to research you and stuff, and I don't know what each member of the band does. Like, I know you guys... I've seen you guys Zeds, but sure. no one says who's who. So Tim, oh, okay. what what is it you do in this band man?
1: <laughs> oh, what is it we do? Um oh my <laughs> gosh. So I guess I'll start off with me. Uh I play the drums and I sing.
0: That's so
1: cool. and then Seth uh plays guitar and he also he's going to kill me if he says I he sings. <laughs> but he he'll say he screams but he can also sing. He's a good singer like a uh, drip god that came out. That's Seth's vocals. All right. Um, okay. Yeah, so it's really really cool. And then Justin the Almighty, he's uh he's <laughs> he's the bass player and the singer, the lead singer. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a man.
0: You all you all carry the vocal duties a bit. I I've noticed that there's been a lot of different um voices in the music and stuff, and that's kind of extremely interesting to me, like how like I, I used to be in bands and stuff. I used to sing. sing. I'm putting it in quotation marks here because <laughs> Me this too. Is, this is a podcast. Like, I you know, they can't see me. But
1: <laughs> but okay. you know what I'm saying,
0: like I i i try you know but to have like a band full of people who can do it Mm -hmm. that's 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 fairly unique man yeah it's uh it's kind of wild because like
1: there's a lot of vocal duties especially in the music that we write you know and putting it all on justin would be kind of like wow uh that's insane you know so either (laughs) like it was either like putting it in backtracks or like having us just do it and when i joined the band i come from like The sax scene, there was like this band called Hail the Sun, which is an amazing band. If you've never heard of them, please check them out. But uh, they blew my mind one day because I was seeing them in this little, little venue called the Cafe Colonial in Sacramento. It's like a hundred cap room. It's very tiny. Maybe not even that much. But I went in to see the band. They set up and everything. I'm like, I don't see a vocalist. And they were playing like this instrumental like intro and everything. And then drummers start singing. And sings for the rest of the set. The drummer is the lead vocalist. Wow. And his name is Donovan. And he's like been an inspiration to me for I don't know how long. So when I saw that, I was like, I should start singing. <laughs> you know, like I should definitely start singing. So I played drums a little bit before I started. I don't I just like you, I do not consider myself a singer you know but like in any right Justin is way better than I am and he actually helps me a lot of he's like do this for your technique blah 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 blah, blah. and I'm right. like all right cool um but uh I I can sing is what I'll say and then the other boys too they they sound awesome whenever they like you know help out with vocals or whenever they're doing it and Justin is like one of the best singers I've ever worked with in my entire life so um yeah that was a very long tangent, but <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, the vocal duties are kind of split up, which is
0: really cool. Yeah. So as a band, um, being a uh, math rock is what we call it over here, math metal kind of thing. Like, So we have a festival Ooh. over here called Arc Tangent, which is full of bands that do this kind of um, jazz-influenced, strange yeah. time signature, weird kind of, putting together things the question i got though is how for me for me it's always been i've got this song here are the three chords of the song and we go and it's all beautiful and pretty and you guys do this thing where it's like well in this bar we're going to do this and in this bar we're going to do this and what what goes through the mind of people like yourselves who clearly can think about and see music in a different way that i can
1: um Wow. That is a loaded question too. Cause I, especially for like, <laughs> I mean, you know, like, especially cause we get like that a lot where it's like, Oh, it's a lot of complicated music. And I don't know if it's like very complicated for us in the moment. It's sometimes at the end, like when we finish the song, I'm like, Whoa, I did not know it was going to end up like that, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, but a lot of the times, so like when I joined the band, me and Seth joined the band around the same time and we would get in a room together and just kind of, He would play something, and I'm like, that's kind of cool. You know, and then we'd like play it. And then especially with the pandemic happening, though, a lot what happened and a lot of how this album came about was we were just sending each other stuff over email like 247. And I think for like thirty uh thirty days straight, I was just in my room on this very computer I'm talking to you on, just like writing drum parts, you know. And a lot of the time it was like well, this part's cool. Let's put this together. This part's cool. Let's put this together. And, um, it kind of just happens, you know? And I think what's really dope about C4 is I said this the other day, but we all listen to like vastly different music than we actually create. You know, obviously we listen to like math rock, you know, the all post hardcore, like the cool stuff that we really like grew up and enjoy. Um, but Seth like listens to like a lot of hyper pop, I listen to like a lot of either rap punk rock or, you know, other stuff like that. And Justin listens to like a lot of metal. He listens to some crazy electronic stuff sometimes that when we're on tour and he puts it on in the car, I'm like, what am I listening to right now? <laughs> and he's like going hard in the driver's seat. But, you know, so we all listen to like crazy different music. So it's really cool to like when someone sends something and we all start writing together, um, it kind of turns into the seafloor sound. You yeah. know, it's it's not necessarily put through a lens, but it just kind of ends up the way it does. Mm-hmm. Um, and in regards to, like, odd time signatures and different, uh, like, hard parts, I guess, we just listened to a lot of bands growing up, like Coheed, a lot like Birds, Dance Gavin Dance. Uh, like, all those bands were doing that stuff. So, like, we were... I guess it's kind of, like, ingrained in us a little bit, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty much, I mean the long and short of it
0: <laughs> yeah man. it just it, it, it always fascinates me when people do something um as out of the box as what you guys actually achieve in bands like yours you know it it just it just fascinates me how people can get together and just do that kind of thing you know i appreciate that it's a like universal language you know everyone has
1: their voice in music and it's all so unique and diverse and when someone can say something and someone can like resonate with that i think that's yeah. beautiful Especially when uh, we're doing crazy parts and odd time signatures and yelling at you, <laughs> so that's dope.
0: <laughs> that's cool. I, I, th- I also think there is a little bit of it to do with America because I, I got family that live out in um, Florida. Bless them. And um, oh, sick. Yeah, yeah. They moved my dad's a uh, professional musician, so is my brother. So oh, they, rad. Okay. They managed to get out there based on that. And mm. one of the things I've noticed in d- the difference between us and you guys is that, like, you get it taught in your schools. Mm. Like music and stuff, music theory, that kind of thing. It's actually part of okay. your school. We yeah. don't really have that. It's you gotta kind of learn it for yourself, sort of thing. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You gotta, you gotta almost opt into it, sort of thing, and have huh. a family member that plays. So, yeah, I Some, didn't know that. So that's weird. crazy. It's so weird. Hmm. I literally went to
1: music school, so that's like such a diverse, like, kind of like opposite
0: thing that I'm used to. That's gnarly. I didn't know that. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I thought it was weird because, like, my dad runs a band program and stuff, and he was just like, oh, the kids, mm. you know, I, I get kids coming up to me and being like, can I play, can I play flute, can I play, you know, trumpet, trombone, whatever. And here it's like, it's not, you know, you're probably going to get beaten up if you, if you're wearing outside. That. Like- <laughs> no, yeah. that's so lame. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I get I've never been, so I don't know the dynamic that's a fair point actually i was gonna ask you about that where have you so you guys have been you were mentioning tour and stuff before have you pretty much just been u.s based for uh yeah pretty much
1: um i don't think uh, a couple of the other boys have been out of country i don't remember if that has been for tour though um i personally have never been out of the country like in a touring aspect or just in like travel aspect i mean the farthest i've gone is like hawaii but um or maybe like very a little bit into mexico or canada (laughs) but like that doesn't count that for me anyway um but yeah no i have not uh been outside i just met a band from the uk over um instagram actually Mm -hmm. they're called sleep outside i don't know if you've heard of them i have uh, oh you serious nice yeah yeah. Yeah. no they just they're super cool and i was talking to them and i was like where you guys from they're like uk and i was like oh I was talking to you just to see if we could play a show, but uh, you guys are way over there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. So I would love because there's a bunch of dope music from where you guys are at, and I think it'd be yeah. really cool to like go over there someday.
0: Yeah, the okay. the the thing to aim for is a there's a festival like called uh, Arc Tangent, mm-hmm. where uh, there's loads of different. It's a lot of like variety of bands. Coheed headlined um, the one before uh, pandemic shut everything down. Mm-hmm. And it's, band, it's bands like them, Sugar, um, Sugar, <laughs> Alpha Male, Tea Party, bands like that. Um, That's a dope band name. I don't think I listen to them. <laughs> oh, they're class. You'd love them. I think they're, they'd be right up your street. To be fair, they really, vibe. yeah, similar sort of vibe okay. to what you guys do. Um, and but yeah, it's just like this eclectic mix of loads of different types of bands. Like there was a band there called um, A.K.D.K. who were literally just two dudes on drums sitting each, face each other. And then they had um, two sample pads, mm-hmm. and they, they created, they have like a, a blueprint for a song, but then they create like their own song each time. So like every time you listen to it, it's Whoa. slightly different to what you would know it from the, like, if you heard them on record or anything like that. Yeah. And it was just like one of the best gigs I've ever been to. But if someone told me, oh, I'm going to go see this band. It's just two drummers. I'd be like. <laughs> You're like, on, nah, bro. bro. <laughs> that's so funny come on man give the drummer some love
1: on, <laughs> like, drummers are great and everything but two yeah i don't know bro that was even me i play the drums
0: and i'd be like "I'm mm. <laughs> so class it was so good because it was it was a that's crazy it. unique thing mm. so how did you uh so what, what you obviously did you drum how did you get into drumming what's the story about you starting with that oh man um
1: my dad was actually a drummer and he had been playing since he was like nine or something Mm -hmm. so he started earlier than i did i started when i was 12 years old um i'm 24 now um so it was weird because like in the fourth grade i actually got into music like band and i played the clarinet and i did that for like maybe four years and then i was just kind of like You know, I'm kind of over it. (laughs) I got to high school and I was like, I kind of want to join a band. And uh, I started playing drums and uh, my dad started teaching me. Um, This is low key, long story. So I'm going to put bullet points so it's not super long, but I got (laughs) to talk. It's cool absolutely okay gotcha. um so i started taking lessons from my dad which was really really awesome um and then i got to a point to where i just needed like a teacher teacher you know and i eventually i don't know if you know who he is his name is mike johnston he's like a really really dope uh drummer of like all time and i started taking um, lessons from him um oh side note as soon as i found out my dad do you know the uh The magazine modern
0: drummer i've heard of it yeah my brother's um also percussionist and he's he's, oh sick yeah so i've heard of that yeah
1: okay sick yeah so my dad and mike were both in modern drummer at some point in their life so like it's it's just been you know like this is kind of like everything telling me you should become a drummer (laughs) you know so i was like okay so yeah i did that had many many teachers over the years um really wonderful ones uh, I eventually went to music school at uh, MI in Hollywood. That's why I was in LA, how we were talking about a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, do you know who the Apex Theory is?
0: No. That's- so
1: they're a really dope band too, who was really good friends with System of a Down. Okay. And their drummer, Sammy Watson, was my teacher um, for a couple of years and he still is. Um, but yeah, no, drums has just kind of been something that has always stuck out to me. And it's a form of expression where like, It's not necessarily like an instrument where you're playing notes. I mean, if you want to get technical, they do, but that's way too drum nerdy. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, but it's, uh, it's always felt like home, you know, whenever I sit behind the kit with the boys and see floor and play a show, like that's where I feel totally comfortable and like stage fright actually happens before like i get there like the butterflies right before we're getting on like that is the worst for me yeah. i hate it so much <laughs> but then when i'm on stage it immediately goes away and i can just like be myself yeah. so getting into drums has been like i think it's been like 11 or 12 years now that i've been playing um it's been a journey it's been absolutely beautiful so yeah that's the kind of short-ish version but you know what i mean
0: <laughs> yeah 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 that's cool man so what what bands uh and music things like sort of inspired you to want to be part of any kind of rock band really oh shoot um when i was
1: younger uh the couple of drummers that inspired me when i was like first first starting out was uh the rev from event sevenfold mm-hmm. um dominic howard from muse Um, and then I got into punk rock (laughs) and that kind of, uh, opened up the entire world to me, you know, punk rock is my personal favorite genre. That's why I like, I know people aren't going to see it, but I wear this lock, you know? And, uh, it's just like a symbol of like punk rock everywhere, you know? And so when I heard drummers like Bill Stevenson or what's his name? Oh my God. Or like in a little bit later. Travis Barker, you know, yeah. just all those like kind of punk drummers. I was like, this is awesome, you know, but then I got into the sax scene when I was like almost in high schoolish, And then I saw drummers like Joe Arrington from a lot like birds. And um, he has become one of my biggest influences too. Yeah. And, or like Matt Magus from dance, Gavin dance. Um, it's just, All those kind of guys, or Donovan, like I was mentioning earlier, he plays these crazy drum parts, but also is singing lead vocals, which is, like, insane to me. You know, every time I see them, it blows my mind. So (laughs) all those guys have just really, like, got me into playing – harder music or just kind of the music we do now and I was in Hollywood one day playing for artists like I had actually quit playing in bands I was like I'm done because one of the bands I was in blew up because Mm -hmm. we were getting pretty big but then it blew up in a very catastrophe way and I was like you know I don't think this band thinks for me you know and I quit for several months and I was just a session player hired like hired gun type beat playing on records and whatever and um just kind of doing the hollywood thing you know <laughs> air quotes for people that can't see me <laughs> but um you know and uh one day it just kind of hit me i went to a show i think of my friends and it was just like a punk show and i was like nah man i really want to do this you know like i am born to be in a band and play music period you know so um a couple things happened and then i met the boys in seafloor and now we're here, you know, so a lot of influences everywhere. And not even just drummers. Like singers influence me, bassists influence me. My brother's like one of the best guitar players I've ever known. And um he influences me a lot too. So it's uh it's gnarly stuff. It's gnarly
0: stuff. Yeah, man. There's there is a thing about um California that produces this kind of like I don't know, chaotic sort of like mix mash of all like these legendary bands and these legendary sort of musicians and stuff. It's like a proper hotbed for that sort of stuff, especially in the U.S. Yeah,
1: absolutely. It's kind of like a melting pot. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Expensive a, melting pot, but melting pot. No. Oh,
1: my God. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's it's very like, I don't know. My first couple of years in L.A., um, my teacher was telling me like, oh you know if you go to new york you're gonna find the jazz scene you know if you go to nashville you're gonna find the country scene or like the session work scenes blah 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 you know he's like but if you're in la you're gonna find a garage band that plays electropunk rock who throws like baskets at each other you know just like this very specific thing (laughs) and it's like you can find a club for that anywhere it's like you could put like a random word generator and click it five times. And there's probably a club for that type of music in LA. So it's just <laughs> gnarly, you know, so melting pot. Absolutely. It's just gnarly.
0: Yeah. man. It's Manchester's uh, and London are like that in that. Like you just get like, we, we, you can, if you ever, if you ever come to one of those cities, like you could literally, no matter what you're into, um, hmm. you'll find a nightclub for it. There's a night for it somewhere. That's that's dope though. Yeah, it's quality. Quality is a good word. I used to live in. (laughs) I used to live in Wales, like a small, um, small city. Oh, I nearly did that. Small country. (laughs) Sorry to my fellow Welsh people. um nice yeah. Man. My, my parents are welsh as well they'd be horrified if they heard this oh um, shoot
1: <laughs> <laughs> small country. Like, cut it out <laughs> yeah. cut it out no, no i way. leave i leave
0: mistakes in i do the whole thing i this, love this is, that this is a punk rock podcast damn it yes i love that <laughs> but Man. we, were, we were, like we were, when i lived there i lived in this really small village mm. where nothing happened Ooh. I, literally it was pubs and that was it like it was there was occasionally uh, a band came out that was like a covers band Mm. and that was pretty much it and the closest (laughs) like city which is Cardiff to get to anywhere was like a a mission to get like even like two people it would be like 70 quid to get a taxi back and so it's not worth it it, and it's just expensive you know yeah so when I moved back here I was just like there's gigs everywhere there's festivals everywhere and it's just
1: you know I like, yeah what I i'm back it's all opened up yeah no i totally feel that that's got to feel great yeah, oh man. my gosh it's when awesome. you say village is it like is that actually a village yeah yeah, yeah. okay cool because yeah, like,
0: just like you'd imagine yeah
1: it's cool to see like the kind of not like super language difference but like like i said i've never been over there so i don't know what the lingo is or what uh what how to say stuff proper you know so neither that's... do we. Just, we we make
0: it we made it up
1: <laughs> he said neither do we, yeah. we don't <laughs> that's funny that's awesome <laughs> dude
0: if, if you if you when you get over here right you'll go <laughs> to different towns and every single person will sound different and will say weird different stuff to you in weird different ways no way. and, oh, and you'll, you'll spend your entire day like what does that mean and it'll be like <laughs> yeah. the stupidest word for something super simple
1: oh gnarly okay heck yeah i want to go so bad bro it's uh hopefully hopefully in this new year seafloor king like tour out to some crazy places you know but
0: uh where would where would you like to take the band like if you could like if if someone just came up to you and just went tour anywhere you like you could you put one area in the world where would you want to go where would you where would you pick um
1: i know we literally just had this conversation the other day um it was uh japan definitely um Obviously, the UK, pretty much anywhere, you know, because I think, like. um, when I who was it, a couple of the boys went and there was like some really awesome punk shows that happened, you know, and I don't remember where it was or anything like that. I might even mispronounce if I tried, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, like just there's an underground scene over there that's like really, really cool, okay. And, um, but yeah, no, definitely the UK. Um, I have family in Australia, so I think that would be really cool to go over there yeah yeah. um you know just like those far out places that in my lifetime i never thought i would be able to do especially under the notion of playing music yeah you know like i love traveling but i love traveling under like i said the notion of getting to play shows that's just wonderful to me um mexico would be cool we got to pick the right place right (laughs) um I have a ton of family there, and they're always like, Yeah, don't go there. Man. Really? <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I think the UK and Japan are like two of our biggest ones right now. You know, fair. like that's the ones we want to go to the most.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The UK would be the best, to be fair. Just... <laughs> He's like,
1: I'm not biased, but He's like, no, 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 <laughs> no <laughs> bias at all.
0: <laughs> yes. I will try to make what? it happen. Manchester, Tokyo. Come on. No contest. <laughs> nice bro oh my gosh yes granted i wouldn't have to to learn a
1: language if I went to manchester
0: yeah yeah yeah. but tokyo would be so awesome to be fair
1: oh yeah uh, i'm a huge like what is that uh not nerd what's the other one geek or whatever i like play a lot of video games and stuff uh, so that would be what is that place
0: Akihabara or something
1: it's like (sighs) the it's the central for like all that
0: uh, game anime stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, can't, I, but, I, I, don't want to butcher trying to pronounce it. To be honest, I know. I know exactly what it's. He's awesome like, about. I'll let you mess it up, but I'm. Yeah, I know what you're talking
1: guessing.
0: about. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So I think those would be sick. I think those would be sick. I'm gonna uh, stop
1: making uh, fun of myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a, a, a mate of mine's band went to um, went over there, and they were just like, it was. They said like it was the coolest and weirdest thing because they mm. got there and like. They'd done the sound checks and everything, and they were backstage, and uh, right. the doors to the place opened, and everyone just filed in, nice nice and polite, and then everyone sat down in rows, nice and polite, and everyone Ooh. would just chill. And then the band started, and it was like, have you ever seen that bit? Have you ever seen this, uh, the Slipknot stuff, where they get everyone to kneel down, and then everyone just jumps oh, up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. like that. It was just what Japanese kids seem to do. Like They just politely <laughs> walk in. And then they what chill for the a heck? bit. Then, then the event starts and they go mad. Yo, that's actually kind of sick though. Yeah. What the
1: heck? They're just like all polite, and then they just jump up. I yeah, was man. literally at a show the other day. Shout out to our friends in predisposed. They do that bit too. Oh, so nice. they like kind of make people sit down, and then at the like height of the song, they like have everyone jump up and stuff. So nice. But that's interesting to like. Just that's normal, you know. Yeah. That's normal. So. Man, yeah, I hope I get to experience that someday. <laughs> yeah, like,
0: so I, I'm like I'm like a huge pro wrestling fan as well, and like I read. Uh, oh, when, sick! When I've read all these like memoirs of these old re- re- wrestlers, and like, and I went out to Japan, and I, you know, I, I came from the US, and everything. All the crowds loved me, and then I went to Japan, and I started wrestling, and they were just di- they were just quiet. And then I do something, <laughs> and they just go, "Oh, very good," and then start apl- applauding and stuff. And what the heck? Like, okay. And they're like, "What?" And then he go backstage. And went. How I thought the match went terribly, and they're like, "No, no, no, they love you." They applauded. <laughs> they applauded. You're good. <laughs> that's so funny. What the heck? That's that's how they do it here, and it's just yeah. yeah I just I love those little cultural tweaks that everyone's got. Mm, absolutely, it can be really beautiful. <laughs> cool. So, um, you released a single. Mm. If you deserve it, you deserve it. Um, yep. which you released <laughs> uh, this year. Um, was that recorded during during pandemic, or did you have this beforehand and then pandemic stopped it from coming out?
1: yeah no it was uh recorded god how long has it been it's been like a year ago now because we did it last summer we recorded this whole album last summer um and that was a song that we were working with uh our producer on and um yeah it was basically recorded then when we were doing the record you know yeah. um he kind of had an idea that uh for the song and we were like okay sick let's put some of our parts on it you know yeah and um that's what it's definitely like one of the more diverse ones on the album, which is really cool. Like kind of to see how, um, our influence can go on a more pop song, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's personally one of my favorite, uh, choruses that Justin does. It's so catchy, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's very, very catchy. And then the music video we did for it, it was so ridiculous. Um, I don't know if you've seen it yet, but it is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's a, it's our men in black thing. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was all recorded during <laughs> pandemic. Um, it was, I think the one that took me the least amount of time. Okay, <laughs> it, was okay. like, it was a couple takes and then we were good to go. So, um, I think, I think Justin was there with me, a drum recording for that one because he was there one day and then he wasn't, but I did the whole record in like not even a day, I think. Um, the whole record it was like yeah it was like it was split between two days but it was like maybe eight hours each you know and like I granted for a whole month from like eight o'clock to four o'clock every single day I was going to the studio and just practicing 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 and then if parts would change in pre-pro with the guys because they would go to the actual uh studio with Courtney Ballard shout out to the boy but um <laughs> Uh, They would be over there and I would be at uh, the studio I had at the time in Hollywood and just practicing the songs, Mm -hmm. you know, and if anything changed, they'd be like, yo, this has changed. I'm like, okay, so change my practice regimen a little bit. And um, so I had been playing those songs for like a month. And Courtney did something what I'm actually not used to. Excuse me, we did drums last. Usually you do them first, right? Yeah, yeah. So we did them last. So I had a whole month just like kind of practice and figure out where the songs are going. And I actually liked it doing drums last makes sense. If you did it the way that Courtney did it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, every day I was practicing those things and then, um, get into the studio, we set up and everything and everyone's like, all right, you good to go. I'm like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I blast out like six songs the first day. And, they were like, wow. Okay. Uh, I guess we're good to go. <laughs> you know? and I'm like, yeah, let's, uh, let's do this tomorrow. And, um, I saved the hardest songs for last too. So, um, there's a song on the record called Rayla and it's like the most technical drum song probably on the record, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I literally did that maybe in like two takes and it was funny cause it was like the one I knew the most. And it's actually the first song, um, i ever wrote with c4 okay so when i joined the band i was sent rayla as like a demo and then i put it on there and uh they were like wow that's sick uh let's let's do this one and i'm like all right cool so it's kind of cool so that one that'll that one will be a treat for everyone just because it was my first one personally um it's uh it took me not even that much time it has like super fast punk beat seth like made it 200 something bpm or something like that um it's just, it's just gnarly it's just gnarly yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah it's it was a crazy recording time
0: yeah man because is that is that is that is this stuff all on the new album as well because you got an album on coming out in november yeah uh, this is yeah this is the new album the, i'm talking about this is the, of the new album oh, fair, fair, yeah. Fair, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah this is in so, cinemascope uh with stereophonic sound right yeah totally yeah. totally all right, cool. Cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Get, it feels like got, our child. It's getting plugs in. So, how? Oh, so you guys So, you guys have been like producing this and getting it together and stuff mm-hmm. um, for quite a while on that. So, uh, are you anxious? Are you nervous? Are you scared about releasing it to the world, or are you excited, pumped, and quite arrogantly? Oh, what's <laughs> right What's the mantra? <laughs> the mantra. Um,
1: if I could be like brutally honest, probably a little bit of both. Okay. You right. know, probably a little bit of both. Um. I am incredibly proud of what we did, especially with how hard recording and tracking and trying to just live in general, um, during a pandemic and like how hard that was, you know, um, it was incredibly rough just to get around some things, uh, especially with like COVID going on, um, Cause like the first week in the studio, we all had to wear masks cause we got COVID tested, but they didn't come back in time. And uh, obviously respectfully. So I'm not going to like potentially put our producer in risk,
2: Yeah, yeah. but
1: um, it was just the whole time I was doing pre-pro with him, had a mask on and we were figuring things out. And then we got our test back and we we're like, oh, we're good. Um, <clears throat> but I think I am incredibly proud of what the boys created, you know, and, and me, I, I guess, Amy, but uh, they, we created something really, really dope and it's definitely a little bit different than, um, the last record, but I think it's really cool to see the kind of progression and kind of like all the different influences come in and kind of like mash into one thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think also because of that, I'm really scared because we've never done something like that before. And I'm like, it's just new things give you that like kind of butterflies, obviously. And I'm like, how's this going to play out? How are people going to like it? And, um, a couple of our homies that have heard the singles and a couple of them that have heard the album just cause like they come over to our house and we show them, you know, yeah. Um they actually have been the ones that have really calmed me down. Cause they're like, dude, I think this is like a really, really awesome record. You have nothing to worry about. And I'm like, well, I'm worrying about it, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I'm also incredibly proud of it, you know? So yeah. I think it's, it just comes with that like unknown factor, you know, like we're releasing something, but um I said this in a, interview a while ago but it was like we believe in what we're doing you know and if you don't believe in what you're doing yourself no one else is going to doesn't matter how good it is doesn't matter how bad it is if you don't believe in what you're doing no one else will and i'm a huge huge believer in that and it's just like i know seth and justin are like my musical what did i say the other day they're like my musical soulmates bro i said that i said that to seth first and then i'm like nah justin is too but um (laughs) yeah no like i trust them with my everything and um we are just full steam ahead you know so no matter how afraid we are how um unknown this is i think it's going to be dope because we believe in actually everything that we're doing and um I wouldn't want to do it with anybody else. So it's definitely both. Yeah. We're a little bit afraid or maybe I'm more afraid than they are <laughs> cuz you know I'm just like, you know what it is. But uh <laughs> I'm also incredibly ready cuz this this album and band changed my
0: life. Yeah. yeah. And that's so. awesome. That's a beautiful that's mm-hmm. a beautiful thing to hear, man. Um, Absolutely. Thematically though with, with um obviously the the pandemic and I, and I don't mean this in a sort of uh, UK versus US, um, you ruined our tea kind of rivalry way. Um, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Well, we're over it. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Um, <laughs> no, oh but what god. I mean is, like, you got so like thematically and stuff. I've noticed a lot of bands. Um, I've been speaking to them uh, from you know the UK, the US, and all over. Right. And, um This, this undeniably life-changing thing that we've all gone through over the last two years. Yeah. For me it, it it appears to have hit your country harder with um, some of the the more opposite mindsets to people like me and you we'll go with we'll we'll phrase we'll yeah. it that way Yeah we'll say that. Yeah, your <laughs> your side of it is a lot louder than ours. We've got them. Yeah. But they're oh, not sure. they're, they're everywhere. Not as loud. People, yeah, everywhere there's like difficult people but Yeah, but they're not as they seem to be louder and have mm. more platforms in over there than they do over here and stuff so right. um do you think thematically some of the feelings and anxieties from that whole frustrating i don't know six year period as well because you know things weren't particularly good before the covid pandemic either but <laughs> yeah with, yeah with that voldemort <laughs> guy um <laughs> oh my god yeah, <laughs> yeah you know totally totally um, yeah what i'm asking you though is like do you think that now that you're coming out of the other side of it it's slightly better than it was um do you think thematically though, do you think that affected sort of like the lyrical content and the style of the music or did you or was that do you not think that's really part of it and I'm just sort of blabbing
1: uh, no no not at all man um I think uh because you have a really good point so there is actually um a song on the record that talks about the kind of the pandemic in specific you know, I mean, we don't say like COVID-19 or pandemic. We don't word drop that. Yeah. But um, we kind of talk about uh, everyone, like as as the people as a whole, and we're talking about like banding together and like getting over this. And it was a really difficult time period. And uh, even like you said, like, even before the pandemic, it was a difficult time period. But um, I think it gave everyone a really good wake up call, or at least the people that are going to listen yeah. and either change or or keep fighting what's supposed to be fought you know and Mm -hmm. without getting too you know ridiculous but um i think the wise thing to do would be to like learn from this and like it's horribly sad because a ton of people died a ton of people were horribly affected you know against like this pandemic and whatnot but um i think living oh look who it is Look who it, is. <laughs> yes. it is! me. <laughs> that's awesome. I literally knew. I was like, "Yo, he's gonna join at some point. It's gonna be great."
3: <laughs> I'll do it. I'll be here. Oh, oh my god! Are you doing, Seth? You're right. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm awake now. I'm here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's so funny.
3: So sorry. No, no, no it's <laughs> it's dope. Man. It's
1: dope. Man. Are you
0: sideways? Is he sideways? For yeah, you? yeah. He's on the phone. I think. Uh, yeah yeah oh
1: sorry about that <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> that's awesome oh look at the cat yeah
3: he's, he's vibing
1: he's big vibing oh look at it. what's the cat called uh his name's doc yes lovely
0: name oh that's
1: d- oh funny story when seth first told us his cat's name i thought it was dog <laughs> and it was oh my gosh it was a good time It's it so happy. funny
3: i had friends over last night and that that same thing happened my friend brennan thought his name was dog for like the whole night
1: what the heck? That's heck a funny,
0: it's hella funny. That's oh sick. my
1: god! What the heck were we talking about? <laughs>
0: give, give, me, give, give me a sec, right? I'm gonna do an edit point here. I need to find a plug okay. to plug my Mac in. What were we talking about?
1: Um, I think like has the pandemic changed people or something like that? Low-
0: lyrics, lyrics, are specifically lyrics and the music and how oh, it went. Yes, it was very. Oh deep. yes, Seth. It was a very deep chat. It. Was... it... Yeah, it was it was kind sure of interesting.
1: The one uh uh we definitely I was telling him about how we definitely did write a little bit about the pandemic and um mm-hmm. what is the title again? It's super long. It's John Henry versus the man who oh, beat the uh, the man who John defeated the machine. John Henry the man who
3: beat the machine.
1: There it is. Yeah <laughs> that's the one that talks about the pandemic or it's just kind of like that time period a little bit in general. And yeah. uh kind of I don't know. Do you want to talk about that, Seth? I was talking about a little bit about it. Uh, yeah, I can totally talk about that. Um,
3: basically, that song it was kind of about like Black Lives Matter movement plus the pandemic. It was just kind of. Um, I think there was like a lot, just lost stuff going on when um, those lyrics were being written. And those all just kind of came out into one kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I think just like at least like how the pandemic like affected the music, like how we record the album, and everything. It was only like one of us in the studio at a time most of the time. Mm-hmm. just because so like, restriction, all that kind of stuff so obviously that changed to how we were making the record um, I don't know just uh, I think like a lot of like the kind of paranoia and just like anxiety that we we're feeling kind of sank into the music
1: so mm-hmm. it's going be like that yeah it do be like that it, it be <laughs> like that
0: <laughs> I was saying what I was saying before the 10 was like how um, over here like our loud, obnoxious types don't seem to be as loud and obnoxious as the ones over you, over on your end of the world. And I'm just, like, just, Like one of the things I've noticed is, uh, coming out of America is a lot more happy music recently. Like, mm. Scar, I don't know if you guys know, but, like, there's a huge Scar community come back. Like, Scar music's, like, hugely back. Yeah, uh, really? and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's a huge amount. Um, there's, but, there's, like, uh, Scar 2 Network, which is on <laughs> YouTube, <laughs> which is amazing. Um... There's all the guys from uh, Bad Time Records, which is a actually an LA-based record label and stuff. And like, there's just like this mm-hmm. new wave of it. And I think because things have been so miserable for so goddamn long. <laughs> that, yeah. you know, yeah. Happy music cast. Because like, when things were perceived as good, there was loads of like sad music. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because like, mm-hmm. you, you have to have something to counterbalance it, art-wise, I think. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. I think
3: you're exactly right. Um, I think a lot of music... Like a lot of the reason, like, there's more happy music and like more of that kind of like popish vibe now. It's just because like we've all been stuck inside for like two years, you know? <laughs> yeah. Got a party in your room.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah you get to go out and party, man. Mm-hmm. It's true.
3: This is very true.
0: So I, 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 asked, I asked Tim this question. So I'm going to ask you the same one. You got your new album coming out in November or in the middle of November. Are you anxious, worried, or scared about it? Or are you arrogantly, smugly confident that this is going to be the best album that's ever happened?
3: um i mean obviously like i want people to like it that'd be cool um but um i'm not like super worried about it i don't like i don't know i've never i didn't like go into this album being like oh i want everyone to love this this is going to be incredible like i just wanted to make music that was like really um i guess like important and just felt feeling to make you know yeah yeah um so to me it's like i don't really care particularly if like people are like super super into it like obviously i want people to like it um and I think we kind of pushed in a direction where we can get a lot more, um, the songs are a lot less obtuse, I think, so that kind of helps. Um, sorry, I got distracted by Kitty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just think it's like a lot less obtuse, and I'm like really excited for it to come out, honestly, at this point. It's been like a year and a half since it's recorded it or something like that, so yeah.
1: it's been a while. It's <laughs> wanted out. <laughs> i just want it out me too
0: out. <laughs> oh yeah it'll be out soon it'll be out soon so you know <laughs> everyone gets to see it man and then you guys can come over like uh tim, tim and me we're booking the tour you're coming over to the uk and you're going over Ooh. to japan those are the two places mm-hmm. very yeah. stoked that would yeah. be amazing it's gonna be sick
1: there we go baby
0: (laughs) so um, yeah let's let's do some uh, let's do some fun questioning then so I always ask like a bunch of uh, semi-awkward fun questions at the end of each podcast so I love it same to you guys so uh, first ones first is I give you guys a blank check I'm so rich bezos wants to, wants to borrow money off me i'm that rich right yo chill oh my All god right. <laughs> yeah, okay and I, but i didn't do it off the backs of people no sorry that's political <laughs> right, So different podcast baby different, yeah. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> but yeah so basically what i was saying is you guys get a blank check and you can book your ultimate gig you guys are, you guys are headlining it but you get to pick mm. five bands that you would love to do uh, I'm going to let Ooh. each of you pick your five bands, though. You're not going to do it as a collective. This is one non-band <laughs> thing. You're going to do it as individuals. Oh, so, uh, Tim, we'll start with you. Your five bands, they can be oh. living or dead. They can be any genre. It can be anything. There's people, bucket list bands you'd love to play with, or like people you worshipped as a kid, whatever it is. Just pick your five. I pick the venue, too. You can pick the venue as well, yeah. Yo, okay. So, ever
1: since I was a kid, I've always wanted to play at Wembley Stadium. That place is just, like, a godsend for me. Like, I want to play there so bad. Sure. Um, but playing with five bands, oh, my God. Yeah. Um, holy crap. Too tired five. to play with five bands. What'd you say?
3: I'm too tired <laughs> to play with five bands.
1: Oh, my God. Um, was like, a long show. I think, man, are they all going to be punk bands, bro? Because definitely, like, uh, I'm a huge fan of No Effects. I think it'd be really fun to play with them. No matter
0: how bad they would end up being. <laughs> um, uh, Sorry, I have a personal vendetta against that band for that. Oh, do you really? <laughs> I think everyone does. I've never. <laughs> my my fiance has seen them twice, where she said they're amazing, the best band she's seen, blew her socks off, right? And she's Interesting. Seen them twice, where they've been awful, and the two times nope. she's seen them when they're awful, I was there too, and I've never, <laughs> and I've also never seen them play one set that was good they've yeah, never nah, seen no effects play good ones i know they can do well because yeah. i've got friends that told me that they can yeah. i've never seen it and i will never see it because they're old <laughs> i don't care
1: yeah man when they started playing the idiots are taking over it's all downhill from there that just it like i saw them at a festival and they were doing pretty good and they started playing that song and they messed up like twice It yeah. stopped and then uh, yeah but i don't know no still still awesome. one of my favorite bands <laughs> oh my god that's so sick oh my god um
0: Bro, I feel like I have
1: to be diverse. Uh, 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 you don't have
0: to be. You can pick what you want, dude. It's your it's your festival. I'm just
1: backing true. it. True. I'm, like, pulling up my Spotify as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely no effects. Um, I think I would love to play with uh, Green Day because they were, like, my first favorite band, you know? Yeah. Um, and they're just freaking huge. Um, I don't even care what era Green Day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> dgd probably that's three already right so there's two more maybe if i did two more uh (laughs) modern ones cool um i guess dgd is modern whatever um i probably want to bring some like local homies with us too or maybe like a pure noise band i really like the story so far that would be cool to play with them yeah um (laughs) And then one more. Oh my god. This is going to be cemented forever and people are going to hate me. <laughs> um, oh my god. There's just so many bands. Uh, what's what's a, what's like one last good one? Um, oh my god. What's a last good one?
0: Uh, I, I enjoy how much this question tortures people. I know. Cause it's like only five. (laughs) If you said, let's do a
1: festival, I'd be like, bro, I got you. (laughs) Let's, let's get all the homies together. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Um, Basically any punk band low key or any like saxophone band, but um, probably like a lot like birds, maybe Cool. to get them to do a reunion um but yeah no definitely i, I guess that would be it under the gun <laughs> wait, wait. now i'm gonna get hate mail <laughs> man
0: oh my god go on seth mail. what about yours what are yours um okay
3: actually i think i i have an idea um nice. Tones would be like beautiful choice really god. yeah dude i love Death Tones. and they're one of the best shows i've ever seen live too
1: Same. dang okay
3: uh, modest mouse just because they're my favorite band
1: okay cool i'm surprised you didn't say that first
3: um yeah i just want to smoke weed with them that's all that matters <laughs> <laughs> um the blood brothers just because yeah. that would be so amazing um 100 gex okay. two yeah. Yeah. and then i'm Delta sleep would be my
1: last one nice really okay <laughs> heck yeah okay yeah.
3: i've always now- wanted to see them last i've never seen them though
0: hmm listening to you both pick your bands for your gig, I can totally... I'm starting to understand why you write the music you write. <laughs> nice. <laughs> such a, that was such a hard podge of, like, different different stuff and, like, you're all struggling, like, with the things. And, but everything's just so generic, like, genre, like, separated. It's brilliant. Mm. Love it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Heck
1: yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Hopefully gives some insights to the craziness that is us. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Cool. Uh, For both of you, uh, what, up until now, has been your proudest achievement being part of this band? Seth, you can go first on this one. I'll let Tim get some time to think. Thank you.
3: (laughs) (laughs) you. (laughs) He's got me. Um, When we recorded the first two singles when I was in the band, um, Tap Tap, Taply and Find Yourself, Mm -hmm. um, that bass part I wrote on Tap Tap, Taply, because when I was writing those two parts, I was just like, I want to just flex super hard. Um, That's probably like my favorite bass part I've ever written basically ever so right probably that cool
0: how about that tim
1: dang that i do love that baseline too so that's a very valid statement if Um, you slap proudest moment um definitely definitely getting signed to pure noise um because i didn't think that would ever happen in my life (laughs) you know um, I say it all the time. Seth and Justin hear it all the time. Uh they were my favorite record label since I was like fourteen years old. And they're a huge reason why I'm into the music I am today. So like um when we were like out shopping for support and labels and bunch of stuff, like basically no one hit us back up. Like literally no one. And um one did, but it wasn't very it's just was it just wasn't was. I'm not gonna Drop names or anything but it just wasn't it you know um and then pure noise came into the picture and they were very artist friendly very very kind to us and um i was kind of like having to pinch myself because i was like this can't be real bro like literally my favorite record label of all time is talking to like our band that doesn't make sense so um it yeah it has to be that I don't care if it's cheesy or whatever, but like I freaking love pure noise and getting to work with them has been like literally a dream from 14 year old Tim, uh, actually come true. So
0: gnarly, absolutely gnarly. (laughs) This one, I'm going to ask you this next question. I'm going to ask, I normally ask it one way, but I'm going to do it in a slightly different way because of the type of band you are. I want to see how your brains work on this. Right. So The question I (laughs) normally ask people is, um, if, you could pick someone to cover one of your tracks. Who would Ooh. you have cover it and why? But I'm going to do it a bit different Ooh. with you guys because I want to see how your brains would work. Which, if someone asked you to pick, we got, we're doing like a we're doing like a little album sort of thing, like a little EP maybe. So okay. we'll pick about three songs. What three songs would you like to cover in your style? Ooh. And why? Ooh. We were low-key just
1: talking about this too, actually. Yeah, um, we were. I was. It wasn't low-key I was there. <laughs> yeah, he was there listening to us. He's our promoted. FBI agent. This is this, is, this is some CIA shit. Yeah. Um, I think we were definitely talking about uh, Monturo by Little Nas. Cool. That man. would actually be really cool to do in our style. Um, ah, uh, what else? Do you have one, Seth?
3: I'm trying to think. Um, dang, that's a hard question. I feel yeah. like.
1: Sorry. There was like. <laughs> How a dare you? <laughs> <laughs> there was like a couple songs from Doja Cat I think would be really really cool to do mm-hmm. as like our style. I don't know if it's anyone in specific just yet, um, but that would be very sick, especially to see Seth Seth go tapping on some like you know songs like that. That would be yeah. really really cool. Um, what's another good one? Um,
3: I really want to cover. Um... 800 pound cloud by 100 gex. I feel like that would slap really hard.
1: Yeah. Anything hyper would be actually really, really cool.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It also makes sense. You know, it would make a little bit more sense.
2: This
1: is yeah. Cute. Maybe that's that's our answers.
0: <laughs> cool, but like, so, like, Watching people's brains work with these questions, just it's always <laughs> awesome because it's like you, you, you don't think of it, and then suddenly you get these like light bulbs. I could see it in your, both your eyes. Both your eyes just sparkled when you came up with a band name. <laughs> <laughs> nice, man. He's like, I'm gonna torture
1: these guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, man. final
0: question of the torturing section. All right, we're nice. we're leaving Guantanamo now. Um, ah! Oh my god. <laughs> sorry. No, <you're> uh, gonna... <laughs> right. So... <laughs> I <laughs> try to keep these so civil as well. Um, so yeah, you're uh, Yeah, I gotta, try, I gotta be as British as I can, can't hope, hope, hope. <laughs> I? Um, yeah. So the question, the way it goes, is you guys meet a dude at the end of, in a bar. You start chatting, mm-hmm. and he finds out talking to you that you're in a band. Um, but he's not heard of you guys. So, mm-hmm. um, what I want you guys to do is pick the one song that you think best encapsulates your band to explain to him what kind of music you are. Dang. <laughs> Tim, you Tim, you seem to be struggling the most, so you can go first.
1: Oh dang, bro. <laughs> dang. Um
0: I had you and then I left you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: He's like, Man, I'm about to make this dude's day. Uh <laughs> let me think dang, that is a really good that's actually a fantastic question. Thank you. Um I think personally find yourself. Okay. I think that would be a really good place because it kind of has like some of that newer elements um, and older elements and also like the poppy elements. I think it's just all around a really, really good song to kind of just be like, yeah, come and check this out. And I've had people like, oh, let me check out your band, you know, and then they listen and um, find yourself usually is like one of their more favorite ones or uh, the first step towards giving up. That's probably another good one that I always hear. Like, oh, I, I love that song, you know, blah, blah, blah. but I think my yeah. answer would be "Find Yourself." You know, cool. has that synth solo. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that's a really good, a really good, solid one.
0: Nice. And so, oh, yeah.
3: For- Um, I think "Tap Taply" would be my choice. Mm. Um, okay. it is like the sister song to "Find Yourself," so that's kind of funny that we picked like a similar song. But um,
2: yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think the reason why I picked "Tap Taply" over "Find Yourself" is just like there's more guitars doing shit. Which I feel like mm. is a important part of the band. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <He> said, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So that have you guys sense. have you guys managed to do any uh, gigs? Are you doing any gigs coming up soon? Um, since pandemic's kind of starting to subside a little.
1: We have actually. Um, thank God, because the pandemic has just destroyed everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> we just played with Hawthorne Heights a couple weeks ago. Nice. In Reno um we just did our own little local halloween show with uh predisposed orange peel and giveaway um we have one coming up with carpal tunnel actually um and then literally is today thursday yeah literally tomorrow we're playing with um takers levers, see in the sky um they're gonna kill me if i forget that last band Well, yeah, no, we're playing with uh, see in the Sky tomorrow, so it's going to be very, very cool. (laughs) Cool. Um, (laughs) So uh, what
0: were those uh, first gigs like for you getting back after a while? Was it like putting on a pair of old shoes or was it a little bit like awkward and anxiety-ish?
1: I think the first couple were definitely a little awkward um, because just learning... Oh, we also did Daycation. There was like this festival that uh, oh, yeah. the, the Sacramento scene kind of um, puts on. And uh, Haley from Mukatite, shout out to the homies, um, she puts that whole thing on. But uh, that was our first, first gig back, right? like since the pandemic. And <clears throat> that was also my first show with the band since being in the band for like a year already. Really? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. It was gnarly, bro. Ah. Um I was very nervous, <laughs> you know, but like I said earlier, like definitely when I got on stage, it got a lot better. And like, you know, playing music with them, it felt better. But, uh, yeah, those first couple shows I was like, I wasn't panicking, but it was like, Oh my God, like definitely an old pair of shoes, you know, like it makes yeah. sense, but, um, it was almost like this new world that we're in now and kind of figuring out how to do it again. Um, and then the one literally just a couple of days ago was perfect. It was very, very fun. We were very mm-hmm. natural, and it was awesome. So I think definitely both. Definitely both.
0: What about, what about you, Seth? How was it? How was the experience getting back into the saddle? Okay, back on the saddle for you.
1: Um, I
3: would probably say it's pretty similar. Like, that first show, I was just terrified the entire time. Um, <laughs> it was also, that was like, that was my first show playing guitar for the band as well, so all right, right. there's there, there a lot of great shifting going on um but <laughs> yeah. like like uh tim said like all these shows that we played recently i felt like super super chill um mm-hmm. i think that's one of the reasons why i really like being the spanish is because like playing with justin and timmy is just really easy and natural
2: yeah
3: um and that helps a lot too so i don't know it's been pretty chill for the most part at first though it was definitely very scary
0: Fantastic man. So, uh, mm-hmm. let's talk, let's talk finally about the new album. It's coming out November 12th in Cinemascope Ooh. and stereophonic sound. Tell that. Tell people where they can get it, when they can get it, how they can get it. Tell people to get it.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness, pump it everywhere, bro. Milo, self <laughs> Um, you can get it pretty, it's going to be out wherever you listen to music, you can pre-order it. And we have actually, uh, we just announced a early listening party coming up, um, with the turntable app. And if you pre-order the album, you can come listen to the, uh, record early with us. We're going to be talking about all the tracks, um, we're going to be like giving you the very juicy details on how anxiety written. It was not kidding, (laughs) but uh, yeah, no, you'll get to hear a lot of the backstories and especially uh, why we named a song crash nebula on ice, (laughs) but uh, yeah, no. So it's going to be out through pure noise records on pre-order. You can get it through them by vinyl CD, whatever Um, you can get it on Spotify, Apple music, pretty much anywhere you listen to music. It's going to be out everywhere. So go pick it up because it's going to be very very sick um yeah am i missing anywhere it's going to be out (laughs) someone's gonna (laughs) kill me and they're gonna be like no you missed one
3: i'm gonna have some cds in the trunk of my car
0: (laughs) pick them up at a gig man (laughs) yes yeah exactly we are gonna have some
1: we are gonna have some CDs and some vinyl at some shows eventually. So, uh, absolutely, definitely. we
0: we have a we have a rule on this podcast when you well that I say to people: if you listen to this, you wanna you like the band, you wanna listen to some of this stuff, you go on Fridays on Bandcamp, you buy it. None My of this Spotify, man. none of this Ds are nonsense, right? I don't want them getting point three of a cent. Yep. because you've you've bothered to listen to it on Spotify with your 10.99 a month or whatever nonsense rip off that shit is <laughs> yeah. buy it Band Camp Fridays 100% of proceeds go to bands bands deserve support you need to do that yes. now if you listen to this in the states go see these guys when you can if you listen to them in the UK come see them when they come over it's the way to do things support bands it's the only way my man that was Hell beautiful
3: yeah. That,
0: that was beautiful. Get angry when someone sends me a Spotify link to a band. Get mad. <laughs> Get angry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's. Uh, thank you so much. That's awesome. No, but it's just one of these things. Like I, I'm, like I said, I'm nearly forty, and I remember CDs in sets. yeah, yeah. You
1: definitely. Oh wow, I didn't oh, know. Definitely. No, no, I'm. No I'm serious, flirt. bro. I'm <laughs> serious, bro. <No. laughs> I did not. <laughs> hey, man, let me flirt where I want to flirt. Oh, what's now. up? <laughs> <laughs> You say what's up, yo? Uh,
0: we'll 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 be right back. Now. <laughs> we gotta take go. a quick ad break. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my gosh! Dang, no, yeah. but for real, like, I remember it being that days, right? And it's like when I heard I, when I used to be in a band, I heard like what the deal was with like record labels and the yeah. split, and I used to back then think. Good God, that's awful! What a terrible yeah. deal bands get into, like. And now it's like, oh, we 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 pay all this money to record this thing, and we, we put it up, and we put it up on Spotify, and every time someone listens, we have to get like six million views to get like a quid. Like, right? yep,
1: that's pretty <laughs> much, much it, man. Dog shit. So yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> I see memes for it all the time.
0: Support bands. Support yeah. bands. Yes.
1: Buy the music. Support Keeps
0: podcasts. I'm here. Buy all beer. Buy beer. Yes, buy band's beer. <laughs> oh my god! Have you got like a PO box for fans to send you beer? You should get one. you should.
1: Dang, that would be that would be something. It's
0: a marketing thing,
1: that. <clears throat> yeah, it is low key. <laughs> Go on,
0: you guys. Uh, n- notoriously, America has like normally terrible beer and stuff. But do you have like good beer that you like? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> is it all cause
3: Light? He said no. Uh, we're, we're, we're a PBR family here.
0: <laughs> we are. Pops Blue Ribbon. Nice. Hell yeah. <laughs> yes. I only trust the ribbon.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> we <laughs> have what? a uh, music video with uh, some Paps in it. Actually, Crash Nebula. Seth wrote the lyrics to it and uh, he mentions PBR. Nice. Nice.
0: Mm-hmm. We're, we're a punk IPA family over here in Britain. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yo. A bit of Brewdog, baby.
1: Heck yeah. Yeah.
0: That? <laughs> apart from my gluten that's intolerance means I can't eat it I drink it so I have to have like their uh, gluten free version which isn't quite as nice but dang um, it's better than most things <laughs> gluten free <laughs> beer? that sounds wild it's it's a new world mate Um, we got like <laughs> <laughs> no way. man like, to be fair like, gluten... I don't believe I'm talking about this on the podcast but sorry, it uh, gluten free food has actually <laughs> become really lovely now It's the only thing that's not good is bread alright wow Bread, still that cardboard. is ironic. But that everything is else, ironic. Mwah, Interesting. Finally we have to pay three times the price everyone else has to pay for something. But Ooh. guys, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you. But... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the thing is, this yeah. is gonna... the bit that I've talked about before is getting cut out. So This sounds so sarcastic. Yeah. It's been a pleasure talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just hear us laughing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, Lord. <laughs> sure Yo, truthfully, bro, sure
1: truthfully, has. it has been super sick to talk to you. That was, oh, it was so fun. I freaking love, uh, this was awesome. This was very
0: awesome. Uh, thanks for coming on. Seth, like I said, too too short, mate. We need to do this again sometime. <laughs> like so, We will. We definitely will. <laughs> I, will I will definitely look you guys up again, but like, seriously, thank you so much for coming on. All the best with the album. November 12th, oh. everybody. November 12th! With stereophonic sound. Get that! Woo! and uh, yeah yeah. thank you guys
1: thank you dude you were so awesome oh thanks yeah thank you so much
0: man (laughs) freaking love it he's like oh so that was tim and seth from the seafloor cinema a huge thank you to both tim and seth for coming on and being such fun and amazing guests Uh, and as always to you for listening to the podcast as usual please give us five stars on apple podcast follow us on stitcher on spotify or on soundcloud let people know we're here. Share the podcast. Let people know if this is something you're interested in, you got friends that like this kind of stuff, let them know. Any kind of help would be amazing. Follow us online at pod punk Podcast on Instagram and Facebook or pod underscore punk on Twitter. We've got some more episodes coming up soon, so thanks for listening and we'll catch you soon.